Episode 17, Visualization. Welcome to Monday Motivation. My name is Dickie Armour. I run a few different online businesses focused on domain names, funky cool email services, and brand licensing. I'm an author and a keynote speaker. I love life, I love people, and I love helping people. It's what drives me. Each week, I bring you motivation, inspiration, and business advice to help you make huge improvements to your business, your happiness, your success, and your life overall. Thanks so much for spending some of your valuable time with me today. Let's get started. Today, I want to talk about one of the most powerful tools which you can use to help you get whatever you want in life. Visualization. Visualization was first introduced to me back in the late 80s when I read Tony Robbins' book, Unlimited Power. It was something completely new to me at the time, but it absolutely transformed my life. It's such a powerful tool to program your subconscious mind. The subconscious mind is the main hard drive that stores everything that is not currently in your conscious mind. It stores all of your life experiences, your memories, your beliefs, skills, all the situations you've been through and all the images you've ever seen. If you think back to when you were learning to drive a car, if you don't currently drive a car, this example will still make sense, I promise. At the beginning, during your very first driving lesson, Can you remember what a nightmare it was trying to get the biting point of the clutch? Remembering to look in the mirror, having to look down at the gears to work out which one you were in. It was so hard. And that's because at that point you had no experience, so you were using your conscious mind. Compare that to now. You can drive without even thinking about it. It's all second nature because you have the experience, so you're now calling upon skills and experiences in your subconscious mind. So you don't actually have to consciously think about what you're doing. When you set a goal which is outside of your comfort zone, it can feel unreachable. And so it's easy to doubt yourself. Part of this is controlled by your subconscious mind because it has no experience or references to back up your new desire. It can't imagine what you mean. And this is where visualization comes in. You have to picture yourself already having achieved the goal. Your subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between reality and fantasy. A good example of the use of the subconscious mind is the way professional sportsmen and women use the power of visualisation to actually see themselves achieving the success they want. In the 1980 Olympics, the Russian team did the following scientific experiment to boost the skills of their athletes. One group just did physical training. A second group did 75% physical training and spent 25% of the time visualising themselves winning their races and doing well in training. A third group did 50% physical and 50% visualisation. And a fourth group did 75% visualisation and only 25% of actual physical training. The results were incredible. The fourth group, who only spent 25% of the time doing actual physical training, but spent 75% of the time visualising the training and being successful and winning their races, showed the greatest improvement in performance. Mentally seeing yourself successfully performing repeatedly, such as sinking a golf putt, scoring a goal, winning a race or winning a new client, creates a mind map for reality. So your subconscious mind thinks it's real and therefore helps you attain new levels of success. 
As the saying goes, you get what you focus on in life. And it's so true. I'm a huge believer that your thoughts become things. Think about golfers, and I know this is true, as I used to play golf every weekend. When a golfer is faced with a water hazard or a bunker, they find it really hard not to focus on the water or the bunker. They should just be looking and focusing on the green and the flag where they want their ball to land, but it's hard not to think about the water or the bunker. I've heard myself say it to myself in my head loads of times, don't go in the water, don't go in the water, don't go in the bunker, don't go in the bunker. And of course... You get what you focus on. So I hit my ball straight into the water or I hit my ball straight into the bunker because I was thinking about and focusing on the water or the bunker. So it's vital that you focus on what you do want and that you don't focus on what you don't want. We're really good at worrying about the things like bills and bank balances and worrying that there won't be enough money to cover the bills. What we should do instead is focus on winning new business, selling our products and services, and growing the business successfully. A lady I was introduced to via The Secret uses a great phrase. Her name is Laurel Langmire, and she's a financial strategist, speaker, and corporate coach. She tells a story about when she was brought up. She was told, you have to work hard for money. But she's now replaced that thinking with the phrase I love, money comes easily and frequently to me. Money comes easily and frequently to me. And I like the way she explains that using visualisation and phrases like this can be hard at first. Because in the beginning it can feel like a lie. When you say money comes easily and frequently to me, there's a part of your brain that will say, oh you liar, it's hard. Especially if your financial circumstances aren't great and money doesn't feel as if it does come easily and frequently. So you have to know that this little tennis match will go on for a while. But soon you'll start believing in yourself and you'll believe that money really does come easily and frequently. Money comes easily and frequently to me. Since I was seven years old, I'd always wanted a Porsche 911. My grandmother bought me a matchbox model of one for my birthday. I decided in that moment that one day I would own my very own Porsche 911. It took me 20 years, mainly because I didn't know I needed to set a goal and a date for when I wanted it to happen, and I had to visualise what it felt like driving it. It's weird how things happen in life. I knew I needed my 911, and when I was 26 years old, I decided to finally get serious. I knew I needed a way to get my car, and one weekend I saw an advert in a Sunday newspaper. Looking back now, it was a terrible advert. It looked cheap, it was black and white, and it was in the classified section. But I noticed it because it jumped out at me. It simply said, get whatever you want in life with this book. So I bought it. It was called The Midas Method. I was blown away. It's a fairly plain looking book with a gold cover, but the content is remarkable. Within five months of buying the book, I'd written my goal down. It said, by the 20th of August 1993, I will be the proud owner of a red Porsche 911 Cabriolet with black leather. But I knew that I had to know what it felt like to sit in my car, to turn the ignition on, to see my hands on the steering wheel. That's one of the brilliant things about wanting a car as a goal. You can go out on a test drive. And that's what I did in 1993. I arranged a test drive in a Porsche 911 with AFN, a Porsche dealer in Chiswick, London. And it was amazing. The smell of the leather was so much stronger than I'd imagined. And the engine sound was awesome. Each time I read out my goal, I could then see myself sat in the car through my own eyes from the test drive. I could see my hands on the steering wheel. It was so powerful. 
And I got my Porsche 911 on the 24th of July 1993, one month early. And all thanks to the tips and tricks for goal setting in the book, The Midas Method. One of my new goals is to be the proud owner of a silver Aston Martin Volante with cream leather and 10-spoke alloy wheels with yellow brake calipers. So, a while ago I went to Broughton's, the Aston Martin dealer in Cheltenham, and I've test-driven a DB9 and a DB9 Volante, so I know exactly what it feels like to drive, to open the door and to get in, and how to start the engine with the really cool crystal chunk which you push into the slot on the dashboard, and the noise of the engine as you blip the throttle, oh my goodness, it's spine-tinglingly fantastic. Another one of my goals is to have £25 million in my bank account. But this was a slightly trickier goal to visualise. I had no idea what £25 million looked like. What does £25 million look like? Now, I could have just gotten some images off the internet, you know, gold bars, a pile of banknotes in a vault, or a fake £25 million note. But it wouldn't have felt real. You can't actually go into a bank to look at the physical money sat in your bank account. But then I thought about how I access my bank account via online banking. So I logged into my online bank account and I took a screenshot of all my bank accounts where the balances are listed. Then I did a little bit of clever magic and I photoshopped the numbers to make it look like there was just over £25 million in my personal bank account. How cool is that? I also went one stage further and because I'm in the domain name business, I bought a domain name. £25millionpounds.co.uk If you go to 25millionpounds.co.uk, you'll see the screenshot of my bank account with the sum of £25,678,420 in it. (laughs) I love it, and it really helps to make the visualisation that bit more real. In fact, I'll often pretend to be logging into my online banking, and I'll go to 25millionpounds.co.uk. It is an amazing feeling. John Asaraf is a self-made multi-millionaire, international best-selling author with books in print in over 30 languages and a featured teacher from the hit film and book The Secret, which was a worldwide phenomenon. He talks about using vision boards to create the pictures and images of the things you want to be, do and have in your life. In The Secret, he tells the story of when they moved into their new house and there were loads of boxes everywhere and his son opened one of the boxes and picked up one of John's old vision boards and asked what it was. John picked up the vision board and explains about visualisation and how a vision board helps you get the things that you want in life. And he then stopped and gasped and started welling up with tears. The picture of this amazing house on the beach was the house that he had just bought and they were moving into. He was blown away. He knows this stuff works, but he'd forgotten that he'd pasted a photo of the actual house, his new house, on his old vision board. He knows this stuff works, but he'd forgotten that he'd pasted a photo of this actual house, his new house, on his old vision board a few years previously. And John Asaraf was now living in his dream house. So think about some of your dreams and goals. What are they? Pick a couple and think about how you can visualise yourself fulfilling your ambition. If there's a particular car you aspire to own, then call your nearest dealer and go and test drive it. If there's a certain type of house you want to live in, then find one that's for sale and arrange a viewing. Get photos of you sat in the car. Get photos of you stood in the kitchen of your dream home and keep them and look at them often. 
Create your own vision board with all the photos and pictures and images of the things that you want to achieve in your life and start visualizing today. See yourself as already having achieved the things you want to be, do and have and before you know it, you'll be well on your way to achieving them. I hope you enjoyed this episode of my Monday Motivation Podcast. Please do me a huge favor. Please go to iTunes and leave me a review and let me and others know what you think. I'd really appreciate it. You can connect with me everywhere on social media. I'm lucky with a name like mine. Just search for Dickie Armour and you'll find me. You can check out the links in the show notes too. Until next time, take care and thank you so much for listening. Dare to dream big dreams and go out and make it happen today and every day.